This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 588. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 588. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. So happy to be here with you today. And I'm really excited for our conversation. So a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I guess, we had the five-day Hope, Happiness, and Mental Health Challenge. And during that challenge, oh my goodness, so many of you showed up and you were participating and engaging and having great conversations with me. I was showing up, giving you amazing content. And the results of things that happened that week came to be that we had new members in our Momentum Mama community. I got emails and messages from you all letting me know what you carried away from that week. And for a lot of you, it was the act of showing up, whether you showed up for one day or all five days and taking one thing that you learned and applying it to your life and letting that one little thing create ripples over the ensuing weeks. And so, like I said, it's been a few weeks now and I'm still getting messages, people who are saying, oh my gosh, it was the Tuesday video that you made, or it was the email that you sent on Friday that had this one little thing in it that was a takeaway that I was able to apply and then take action in my life in a new way that led me to feel more confident or more courageous or just more in control of my life when the world feels out of control, things like that. 
oh my goodness, first of all, warm my heart so much, but also show the power of showing up for your life. And sometimes when we think about showing up, we think that it has to be these big grand gestures and grand leaps, and that's just not the case. Sometimes it's just showing up and being in the room. It's just showing up and listening. It's giving yourself permission to just go see to be like, hmm, I'm kind of curious about this thing. And then other times it is a leap. It is taking courageous action. It is being bold. It is stepping into maybe a conversation or taking initiative in a way that is a little uncomfortable. All of the above are acceptable and all of the above can lead to change in your life, can lead to momentum in your life that leads to change and growth and evolution in really powerful ways. So what I wanna talk about today is seven simple ways that you can show up for your life in different ways, depending on how you're feeling on any given day. Because I know right now, so many of us are feeling overwhelmed and the ability to show up on a day-to-day basis fluctuates greatly from one day to the next. And I'll use myself as an example. This week, as I'm recording this, I had a pretty great week in terms of my schedule where I was like, oh, I have this like white space in my week where I have some creative projects I can work on. I'm going to be able to really like focus and get things done and build out some stuff I really need to build out for some commitments and contractual obligations I have coming up for events I'm speaking at, things like that. And then of course, my child got a cold. And in COVID world, if your child gets a cold, they don't go to school for like a whole bunch of days because of a runny nose. And while I understand that this is super important and I so appreciate all the ways that our school has really, really taken COVID so seriously, as soon as this cold came on Monday night of this week, I was like, there goes my week. Like he'll probably be home all week now (laughs) with a runny nose. So he's feeling great. He's living his best life. And my schedule with all this white space is kind of blown up on me. And so I've had to look at, okay, how am I going to show up this week? It's not how I intended. It's definitely looking different every single day than what I originally planned. And that's okay. We've also had the opportunity to kind of enjoy, I'll say like, just staying in sweats and having like cozy sick days. I've slept in a little bit later than normal because we don't have to be hustling out the door at 8.05 in the morning. So I mean, you know, pros and cons to all of it. So I'm showing up differently than I planned, but I'm still showing up. And I want you to think about in a time when we can't control much and things are constantly changing and every day has a good chance of not playing out the way we think it might or the way we hope it will, how can you still show up for the day? So let's talk through these seven simple ways that you can show up for your life. And I want you to think about what ones you want to prioritize, where you want to like take the next step in terms of how you're going to show up. So number one, the first way to show up for your life is do what you said you'd do. Do the thing that you said you'd do. So this doesn't mean that they're absolutely, especially right now, aren't times where you're going to say to people like, hey, I said I was going to do this thing and I, I can't do it for various reasons. It, it doesn't make sense right now. So I got a wrench thrown in my day, my week, my plans. There's all sorts of reasons that we can't do the things that we said we were going to do. And also, there's a lot of value in doing the things that we said we're going to do. So something that was really awesome that happened a few weeks ago, it was actually right around the time of the Hope, Happiness, and Mental Health Challenge. I asked some of my members inside of Momentum Mamas, I said, hey, can you let me know what's been most valuable for you being a member of this community during this pandemic? And one of the members said that she joined and she joined because she had been taking in my free content, listening to the podcast, seeing everything on social media, coming to my free Facebook lives and our public Facebook group, which you anyone can join at shamelessmom.com slash Facebook. And she was like, I'd seen all the ways that Sarah was showing up providing free content. 
And I thought I decided it was time for more. So I decided I would join her Momentum Mamas membership community and see what was going on in there. And she said it was really the way that Sarah showed up during the pandemic, that she showed up in all the spaces that she said she would normally show up in free. She showed up in all the spaces where she had paying clients and she kept showing up day in, day out during this pandemic. Now, I will tell you, when I think back to what that felt like a year, year and a half ago, it was really hard. It was really, really hard. And I had multiple conversations with my business coaching clients at that time. And I said, here's the thing. A whole bunch of people are going to sit down right now. A whole bunch of people are going to sit down during this pandemic. Some of them because they have to. Some of them because they're overwhelmed. Some of them because it just, it doesn't make sense to stand up right now. And there's going to be people who keep going and they keep showing up and they keep standing up. And at the end of this pandemic, there's going to be this small crowd of people who are still standing. And I want to be among them. And I want my coaching clients to be among them. And so for me, it's been incredibly important to do what I say I'm going to do. So I haven't missed an episode of the podcast during this whole time. I haven't missed anything in my membership community. I've kept showing up. And in doing that, in holding myself accountable at that really high level, first of all, it's given me something to focus on. It's given me like guardrails and parameters on how I'm going to use my time because it's important to me to be consistent in that way. It's important to me that I show up when I say I'm going to show up. The other piece of that is that people's perception of who I am as a businesswoman, as a business owner, as a community leader has really been impacted by me showing up. So like I said, I know there's definitely instances where showing up right now and saying what you said you're going to do are going to shift and change. And there are going to be times where we have to cancel things and adjust things because of the state of the world and the state of our households on any given moment in any given day. And also, what is the value in you saying doing what you said you were going to do in terms of you having that thing to show up for that's going to keep you focused, that's going to keep you motivated, that's going to give you direction and purpose, and that's also going to show other people that you are still here. You are still here. Even when times are hard, you are still here. Even when things are messy, you are still here. Even when things are really imperfect and ugly and changing minute to minute, you're still here and you're still showing up. So how can you do what you said you would do in order to continue to show up for your life? This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners 
listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school and maintain that momentum, even if it's more imperfect than it's ever been in the past. Number two, the second way to show up for your life is to take one small step. We often get in our own way because we think we have to do a big, huge thing. And I work with this, work with a lot of people who have goals, especially business goals. I mean, sometimes it's business goals, but sometimes it's even goals around like just taking better care of yourself. And we think it has to be this like massive, like 18 step plan. And so an example for your health might be like, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to start working out every day. I'm going to eat like five vegetables a day. I'm going to go to sleep by nine o'clock every night. I'm going to track all of my stuff on my Apple watch. And you have like 18 steps to quote unquote getting healthy. And it's so overwhelming that you're like, there's no good day to start all 18 steps because 18 steps is way too much to start on any day. There's no day that you're going to be like, today I have space to start 18 steps. No. So we sometimes take on way too much. Another example, when I have business coaching clients, they're like, I'm going to launch a podcast in a month. And I'm like, okay, let's see how that goes. (laughs) And so, which I'm always supportive. You know, I want anyone who can to launch a podcast. But when I coach my clients through this, I'm like, let's look at the first step of launching a podcast, maybe the first three steps. But like, you're not launching a podcast in four weeks if you've never launched a podcast before, because it's like 137 steps. And so let's look at three steps and let's take those three steps. And after those three, then let's look at the next three steps and see. And over time, you'll be able to see like, oh, okay, so here's a reasonable launch date. And it might be four weeks, but it more likely is going to be six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, maybe more, depending on what you have going on in your life. So how can you instead, because here's what happens, if you decide you're going to do this big thing, and I will tell you from seeing multiple clients go through this, you decide you're going to launch a podcast or write a book or do whatever the big, huge leap is. And you're like, I'm going to do it in four weeks. You get three weeks in and you're like, holy cow, I really misjudged this timeline. 
And then you feel super defeated. And you're like, this thing that I thought I can do in four weeks is going to take four months or four years or whatever the case is. And then you're frustrated because you feel like you've failed and let yourself down. And you feel like you are not going to make this deadline. And so why bother? So instead, take one step toward a goal. Because here's the thing, when you take that first step, that one little first step, that creates the space for momentum. And that also creates the space for you to see the next right step unfold creates the space for you to see the next right step unfold. So why don't you decide instead of 18 steps to get healthy and decide like every Monday thinking you're going to leap into your 18 steps, instead do one thing, go to bed earlier. And that's the only step for like five days and then realize, oh, I can actually get up a little bit earlier. Maybe I could add in a quick workout. And that's the next step. So one thing at a time, create space for the next thing. And it's so much less overwhelming. So that's the second way to show up for your life. Take one small step toward a goal. The third way to show up for your life is have the courage to try something new. So when you have the courage to try something new, a lot of things can happen. It can be a total disaster. It can be amazing and incredible. It can be total hilarity. (laughs) It can be a lot of overwhelm and fear. It can be a massive sense of accomplishment and achievement that fuels other acts of courage. But having the courage to try something new creates space for you to learn about yourself, for you to be a beginner. When I was learning to ski early, early on, even though I felt ridiculous and looked ridiculous, by the way, I really loved the permission to be really bad (laughs) because I was like, I've never done this. I was not athletic growing up. Like I'm not a snow sports person. I'm terrified of mountains. There was so much permission for me to just be really bad at this thing. And then every time I could do like one little thing right or one little thing just kind of okay, it felt like a huge win. And I will tell you that there was a lot of joy and wonder in that. And I remember that whole first season, I actually, even though I was terrified the whole time, I constantly was like, enamored with the process of my body learning how to do something new and how great that felt and how fun and powerful that felt. And it was extremely liberating to prove at that time I would have been like 42 maybe and proving to myself at 42, like, holy cow, you can still learn really hard new things that your body can do at age 42. That was really, really exciting. And I will say I'm now doing things professionally where I'm learning how to do things in new ways and I'm working with a new coach and working on some new ways of getting into speaking at different levels. And that again, it feels really scary and also like, oh my gosh, there's this expansiveness about it. Like, holy cow, I can step into this thing and I can show up and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Somebody teach me the way. And then start to practice just a little bit at a time and start to get my footing and feel that sense of accomplishment and achievement. And that really, really fuels acts of courage in other places. And I will tell you some of the opportunities that have been unfolding as a result of that have just been incredible. The opportunity professionally and personally to step into new arenas and be a leader in different ways has been really, really, really exciting. And these are things I couldn't have seen coming two years ago. And now I'm like, holy cow, like this is really the opportunities that are coming into my life right now are really the results of me taking really small steps consistently and trying new things as I go so that I can learn new ways to show up and serve and show up and lead. And it's creating new opportunities all over the place right now. And that's really, really exciting. And that all starts with having the courage to try something new. 
So that new thing can be something big, it can be something small. And when you go into that new thing, giving yourself permission to be a total newbie, to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm completely new to this. Somebody help me because <laughs> I'm going to need all the help I can get. And that creates a lot of space in there for you to be able to go into it with a lot less pressure in order to find the joy and the wonder in the actual process of learning and being new and being a beginner. The fourth way to show up for your life is listening and learning. So one of the things that happens a lot in Momentum Mamas in our membership community is that we have weekly calls. And so life gets busy, right? Like life is bananas in phases and fits and starts, right? So when people join Momentum Mamas and we have these calls, people sign up for a year. It's a year-long program. So you sign up for a year and you're like, yes, I'm going to be on all the calls every week. And then inevitably you get to a point where you're like, shoot, life has gotten wild. And now I'm going to miss like two or three calls in a row. And what happens with that is people panic and they're like, oh my gosh, I've missed two or three calls. And now what do I do? Should I just quit? Which quitting is not an option. I'm not going to let you quit for (laughs) missing two calls. But what I always say is just show up and listen the next time you can. Because what happens is that people think, oh my gosh, I have to go back and listen and watch all the recordings from what I missed before I can return. And we put all this pressure on ourselves. And we do this in a lot of areas in our life. Like we don't show up for things because we think, oh, well, first I have to know all these other things. I have to know all of the background. I have to know all of the history. I have to know the X, Y, Z and like be an expert in a conversation before I can show up for it. Absolutely not. Give yourself permission to just show up and listen and learn. And then from there, you will see where you can then engage and where you can take action. So there's so many ways that you can do this. And there's so many ways that you can do this, especially around being a better citizen. One of the things that I've been doing a lot over the last few years, but especially in the last couple of years, is showing up and listening and learning in communities and environments and conversations where I definitely don't have all the answers and I know that I have a lot to learn and I know that I am not like a lot of the other people in the conversation. So for example, when I show up as a white woman in a conversation with people of color, I know that I'm showing up and I'm like, I'm just here to listen and learn. Like, I know that there's a lot of things that I don't know and I just want to learn so that I can be a better citizen, so that I can be a better leader, so that I can be a better parent. So showing up and listening and learning and giving yourself permission to just sit in that environment and take it in, in order to apply it later, is a very powerful way of showing up. Because this is how we give ourselves permission to learn new things that then can have big change in our life and have big impact in our community. So I want to actually give you a really great opportunity right now. I am host, so on Wednesday's episode, Wednesday in two days from now, if you're listening in live time. I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Tracy Baxley. And Dr. Tracy Baxley has a book coming out on October 19th called Social Justice Parenting. And I interviewed Tracy for this interview that's coming out next on Wednesday in two days. I interviewed her a couple months ago, and we had this fabulous conversation about her book. And I interview a lot of people about their books. And I often, I mean, I fall in love with my guests all the time. But I got done with the conversation with Dr. Tracy, and we were in our post-production. We had stopped recording. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was so great. And thank you so much. And I said, if there's anything you need with your book launch, if there's any way I can support you, let me know. And I said, if you're going to be doing any virtual book tours and you could use help, let me know. And so we get off our call. She emails me a couple hours later, and she's like, Sarah, That was such a great conversation. I felt like I was talking to an old friend and I would love for you to help host one of our virtual book conversations with a local bookstore actually in the Seattle area. So can I put you in contact with my publicist people so that we can get it figured out? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do that. So we're actually doing that 
on Wednesday, October 20th, I'm hosting a book launch conversation with Dr. Tracy Baxley. So I want to invite you to show up and listen and learn with us. So this event, you can come for free or you can pay for your seat and get a book when you pay for your seat, get a book sent to you. I want to invite you to listen and learn because this is a really great opportunity to show up to a conversation. We're understanding that sometimes just being in the room is the most powerful thing you can do. So let me just tell you a little bit about this event. So Tracy and I are going to be talking about her book, Social Justice Parenting. And here's what the book is about. Engaging in social justice means doing your part to distribute power so everyone has a fair chance to live a full and productive life. And it's something that we should all be able to agree upon. In her work, Dr. Tracy Baxley has seen white people who want to do the work of anti-racism, but know they have to do a better job of educating themselves and their children. And she's seen parents of color, particularly black parents, who want to know what more they can do to keep their children safe and shatter negative narratives regarding their children. Dr. Baxley writes herself in her book, this book is a selfish endeavor. It's as much about keeping my children safe as it is about giving other moms and dads the tools to empower their children. As a mom of color, I know I can't protect my children alone. They will need allies as they grow. So this conversation is going to be about social justice parenting and how we can raise allies and activists as children. How would we get them on the right track to be community leaders and to be citizens who really make sure that we are building equitable spaces and systems that are inclusive for all as it relates to race, as it relates to gender, as it relates to able uh, ability, as it relates to mental health, everything. So this conversation, if you go to shamelessmom.com slash justice, you can be part of the conversation with Dr. Tracy and I. That's shamelessmom.com slash justice. So this is an opportunity for you to just show up and listen and learn. And again, it's on October 20th. Go to shamelessmom.com slash justice, and you can go ahead and reserve your spot for that conversation. It's totally virtual, but you'll be participating live. So you'll hear Tracy and I talking, and then you'll have a chance to ask questions and learn and listen, and she'll be telling stories from the book. It's going to be really, really fabulous, and I cannot wait. So that was number four, listening and learning. Number five, the fifth way that you can show up for your life is taking initiative. Where can you be taking initiative? Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January, What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. 
you get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. So taking initiative means creating space for yourself to have a say, to use your voice, to take a stand, to step into leadership, to open up an opportunity for yourself or for other people. Where can you be doing this? Where can you be taking initiative to go into a space and say like, hey, I have something to say, or hey, I'm making a decision about this, or hey, I'd like to lead in this way. Where can you take initiative? And if taking initiative is something that you are not comfortable with, welcome to the club, because it's not necessarily comfortable for most people, but it is something that gets more comfortable with practice, and you can start small. Taking initiative can be like speaking up for something in your own household where you set a boundary with your kids or with your partner to say like, hey, this isn't working for me anymore. Hey, can we like renegotiate how we do a certain thing? Or hey, the system that we have, like it's not feeling fair to me. Taking initiative can start in small spaces and places, and then it can grow from there. So I know for me, taking initiative was like starting off taking initiative by building a podcast. And then it was by having conversations that were significant in different ways within my community related to the podcast conversations. And then it turned into me getting more involved in my son's school to the point that this year I'm co-chairing the parent association at the school. So those steps of taking initiative, they snowball, they can start small, but then they can get bigger and bigger. So where do you want to create space for yourself to take just a little bit of initiative to start having a say, to start using your voice, to start taking a stand, to step into leadership in new ways, whether big or small, in order to open up opportunities for yourself, hopefully for the betterment of yourself, but also potentially for the betterment of your community, for the betterment of the organizations that you support and that you work in and that you live in, even in your household, where can you be taking initiative? The sixth way to show up for your life is to enter a conversation, enter the conversation where you feel like your voice matters, where you have an opinion. When you enter a conversation, you are owning that your voice has value. When you enter a conversation, you are owning that your voice has value. So where can you be entering a conversation that matters? Maybe you're stating your opinion. Maybe you're asking a question that others likely have. I will say I was in a conversation a couple weeks ago with a group of parents and we were kind of just going through things kind of routinely, like just kind of working through an agenda for our meeting and things were just kind of cruising along. And a parent who was new in the conversation said, hey, there's something I want to point out here that I'm seeing and I just want to point it out because I think it might be a helpful perspective. And the thing that she pointed out was so important and had been really missed previously in the conversation because we were just kind of like cruising through things like you do in a meeting where you're like item number one, item number two, item number three, we're just getting things done. And when she spoke up, it was like everything, we all paused for a minute and we were like, oh my gosh, thank you, thank you. That perspective matters so much and it's so relevant. 
And while we were just like taking care of business and checking boxes here, we weren't considering that side of it. And it was so important and it was such a great reminder. And I was so grateful to this parent. I said, thank you. Thank you for saying that because that's an important, that was a perspective we really needed to hear that could have so easily been missed. And so where can you enter a conversation to maybe point out something from a different perspective or to maybe stand up and say like, hey, have we thought about it from this angle? I'm curious. And you can do this from a place of curiosity. It doesn't have to be this like bold, brash situation. Also, it could be, and that can be totally fine, but you can do it from a place of curiosity around like, hey, I'm curious if other people have thought about it from this angle. I'm kind of thinking or feeling X, Y, Z, and I'm just curious if others might have thoughts around that. And you can do it in that really gentle way, if that feels safer for you, to just enter the conversation in a way that gives people permission to start looking at things from a different view or to just hear from you. It's also important that people just hear from you, whether you are starting a conversation, a different part of the conversation, starting sharing a perspective that hasn't been shared, or maybe just validating something that's already been said. And then number seven, the seventh way that you can show up for your life, seventh simple way is to own your values. Oh my goodness. This is so easy to forget, especially when life is wild and out of control and it feels like everything's just going bananas in every which way. How are you owning your values and how are you using your values as a filter and lens through which you make decisions? I know right now it's easy to feel really floundery and like, I don't know what we should do. And this is overwhelming. And are we doing it this way or that way? And what's the right decision? And what's the best decision? And what's the safest decision? And what's work best for our family? What's best for work? Like, it's just a lot. When you look at your values and you determine, okay, these are our values, then you can make decisions through that. If my value is XYZ, then the decision is a yes or a no. So an example of this might be, how you were doing playdates at your house right now. So in our values of community safety and especially keeping my child in school and prioritizing that, when we do playdates at our house, we have kids wear masks inside. They're outside and they're having snacks outside, like then they can take off their masks for a little bit. But otherwise, we're pretty much doing masked playdates. And I will tell you, sometimes that feels like really over the top to me. And I feel I'm like, do other parents think like we're just too much? But I will tell you also, when there's sick children at my kid's school or there's a COVID case at my kid's school or anything like that, I'm so relieved that we've made that decision. And so when I look at the decision from the perspective of community safety being a goal right now and being a value, because it's the only way that kids get to stay in school, then it's easier for me to be like, okay, I'm going to be the parent that insists the kids wear masks inside. And if other people have a problem with that, that's on them. (laughs) So when you look at your values in that way, then you can make a decision and it's way more clear and black and white versus like, I don't know, should we or should we? Is this a yes or is this a no? I don't know. It seems so gray. Oftentimes when you look at your values, it's actually not that gray. It is way more easy to decide one way or the other. This also allows you to live in alignment so that you feel like when you get out of bed in the morning, you feel confidence around like, I know what I'm standing for right now. I know how I'm making decisions right now. I know what's most important to us as a family or for me as a leader or for me in this context. So when you get up in the morning, you're not feeling like, holy cow, how am I gonna get through all this? Instead, you can look at it through this lens of, I know our values and I know that no matter what gets thrown our way, we're able to make decisions based on our family values or my personal values or et cetera. So that gives you a little bit of confidence and foundation in your decision making on a daily basis as well. When we're in this time where decision making and decision fatigue are just like 
feeling so relentless. So those are your seven simple ways to show up for your life. So quick review, number one, doing what you said. Number two, taking one small step toward a goal. Number three, having the courage to try something new. Number four, listening and learning. Number five, taking initiative. Number six, entering the conversation. And number seven, owning your values. So before I let you go, one last shout out, please, please, please join Dr. Tracy Baxley and me in a conversation about social justice parenting, Tracy's new book. We are going to be meeting on Wednesday, October 20th from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern. It's all on Zoom, so super easy to join us virtually. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash justice, you can get yourself signed up, grab your ticket. Tickets are anywhere from free to $31.42 if you would like to get a book sent to you. This is going to be a fantastic conversation. I really, really would love to have many of you be there to participate in the conversation and just to be able to be there for to support Tracy's launch and hear what she has to say, the stories that she's going to tell, the lessons she's going to share from her book, Social Justice Parenting. So again, sign up to join Dr. Tracy Baxley and me by going to shamelessmom.com slash justice. And I'll also have her interview will go live this Wednesday. So that's like that'll whet your appetite a little bit. You'll get to learn all about the book, all about Dr. Tracy on Wednesday's interview in just two days. And then I hope you'll join us as well on October 20th. Thank you for being here today. Share this episode out for mamas who you know who are having a bit of a hard time showing up right now. If they need some simple strategies to show up, get some momentum in their life, this is a great place to get started. Thank you for being here. And I will be back here with you on Wednesday with Dr. Tracy Baxley. And until then, have a fantastic, shameless day. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. 
but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.